all started off innocently Or at least that's how it seemed They know what happens but they swear this time it will be different just poking fun because we're young and dumb And they want me to write something for their new thing I guess I'll be doing that too It's good to get repeat business because it means, you know, at least one time you got something right Yeah, that's always a good sign Which leads me, I guess, really into the topic of the conversation today I figured that I don't know anybody more qualified to answer the question How do you raise your child to become a creative genius? So, just... Just uh yeah, take a second, and then yeah. then then give me a you know a basic how to, and then we'll break that down and talk about it a little bit. Okay. So, as as the people who listen to this podcast know, they've heard my music on here. I'm a very talented multi instrumentalist. I write blogs like we just talked about. I've got a book coming out this year. I've got this podcast. How did you make me so creative? Just let you be creative. <laughs> and you were naturally creative. You took a part back in the day when you were little. People had the big speakers, you know. Remember Dad's speakers? But yeah, you might not remember because you tore them apart. <laughs> well, yeah, I do remember taking the I do remember taking the soft stuff off the front of them, so I could yeah. see what was underneath them. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then you, you know, you you studied everything like that. One time at Gami's house, you took apart a clock to figure out what was in the inside, which she thought was pretty funny. Because <laughs> um, she would. You could get away with murder with Gami. Uh, you, you always were creative. You were just always, your imagination was great. You always asked a million questions when you were even really little. And we just let you go with that. I mean, it was obvious that, so you know. It sounds like, and and a lot of this is tongue-in-cheek, so... Don't worry, I don't talk like this about myself on every podcast. But it sounds like I was a pretty enjoyable child for uh, a certain number of years anyway. Well, you were enjoyable as long as most kids are. You know, teenage years can be very stressful for a parent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I saw and that. And a teenager too, actually. I saw that firsthand. You know, those we are had the a worrying years. Yeah, well, well we uh, had a kid too in the in the pandemic, a kid who you know, did fine academically. Actually, two kids yep. who normally did fine academically, and then when everything went all computer, they just their brain just turned off. They're like, "I can't do this." Yeah, yeah. My kids at least had an excuse when they hit the wall academically. I mm-hmm. went along pretty good up until like about seventh or eighth grade, right? And then all of a sudden, it was about eighth grade. Yeah. And um, I think there was a teacher that you had that just made you say screw it (laughs) yeah don't name any names no i don't want to even say the name uh but you took it really to heart and uh you also the first day of high school (laughs) christina was begging you hurry up if you want to ride to school with me you got to get here we got to go now we're leaving at this time and if you're not ready i'm leaving without you remember all that yep my my straight a like everything on schedule as planned yeah. sister yeah after school you meet me at that pole if you're not at that pole then you can't <laughs> anyway um it was pretty funny actually i was kind of grinning about it but you she went out through the, the garage door and you followed her out and you turned around and looked at dad and i and you said don't expect me to ever get this stressed out of over school. And you never did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you guys stressed about it way more than I did. 
Cause, well, yeah, we did. Because I'm pretty open with people when I tell them, like, I was, like, one, you know, like, half letter grade, like, from, like, plus to even to minus. Just, like, mm-hmm. away from not – well, I mean, I'm sure they still would have graduated me, but, like, I barely pulled above a 2.0. Barely. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. It was very difficult. Especially for after you already had a kid who, like, you never had to tell them to do their homework. If anything, you had to be like, hey, you know, you should turn the lights out and uh, sleep because tomorrow's Saturday. And remember the one teacher who gave her the B plus? That was the only A she didn't get in high school. <laughs> you told him off. Did I? Or, well, you didn't really tell him off. You let him know what he did. Oh, did I? <laughs> it was a freshman teacher that you had. At the end of the year, you let him know somewhere in there what he did, and he apologized to you that he did that. He said, I feel terrible. (laughs) I don't remember exactly the conversation, but I remember telling a teacher to his face, you really fucked my sister over. Yeah. And they were like, excuse (laughs) me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it made you very upset. You were very defensive of her back in the day. found a piece of wood that you might think you might find something you could build out of it you would take that piece of wood and try to build something out of it you have always been very inquisitive um you always knew details about things that you know where did you get this information from it you know you used to i can't think of the things right now but you were always very inquisitive you were very much a hands-on learner, which I get because I am too. Yeah. Um, and I saw part of the creative thing, only your mother didn't get anything creative. But <laughs> you did. <laughs> well, you never... And where did it come from? You, did, you never did, like, huh? music or took art classes or anything like that? No, but I... You didn't sing in the choir even? Uh, not after I left Catholic school. Yeah. Not when it wasn't you mandatory know, anymore. Yeah, not once once it wasn't demanded of me. Maybe that um, maybe that was part of it. Maybe the uh, maybe the nuns beat the creativity out of you. I don't think so. Actually, I think the nuns were good for me. You know, back when I was in you know third grade, I was getting my pigtail pulled every twenty minutes. But it was my own fault. Well, so yeah, but by quiet, the teachers, does that blow your mind? What but, you expect out of a professional teacher now? Does it blow your mind that there was even a time when? They could do that, or does it seem like I'm surprised that it's so tight now? Well, when I was in high school, Chris, I can remember the football coach. Somebody sassed him in the hallway. He, he told him to do something, and they sassed back at him. He took that kid right up against, grabbed him by the shirt collar, and pushed him right up into the locker. And, you know, he couldn't have got away with that today. Yeah, well, Dad, Dad said that my dad went to a Catholic school in New York City, all boys school. Right. And there was a. Mm-hmm. He said it was like the vice principal was a retired boxer. And my dad cut, yep. in, cut in line at lunch. The guy grabbed him, spun him around, and slapped him in the face. <laughs> I bet the part of me that like didn't pay attention in class and said a lot of smart-ass things to people in really unfortunate situations <laughs> probably came from dad. Maybe. When we were talking about uh, me in school, what... 
what was your guys' thought process as you were like, okay, this kid's obviously not going for his PhD. What should we encourage him to do post high school? Um, we didn't know what to do, Chris. But I decided that. I was gonna say I got the impression that you guys kind of looked at each other and were like, I don't know what to do with this kid. By about the time I was fifteen. <laughs> happened more when it got really crazy 16 17 but i you know i just figured, i don't know what you were doing and then i looked back at my younger years and thought holy cow <laughs> yeah. i wasn't exactly perfect either so there you go <laughs> when you want a teenager to sit still and be quiet for approximately six and a half hours without much respite in between that's a tall right. order but a lot of the, you know, a lot of kids in America just get drugged instead of being told like, hey, yeah. instead of learning about this this way, go take it apart yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was no stopping you, though. You were going to take something apart. I mean, it didn't mm -hmm. matter. <laughs> you, you were very, a very inquisitive child. I knew you were no dummy. You, you tested really high on all those tests they give. Yeah. You know, standardized tests that they give to all kids. Yeah. You'd score really high, and I would say to you, Chris, how can you score this high and do this I over here? I, mean, I remember one of those, they took all the kids who were above a certain percentile and put them on a list and said, if anybody needs tutoring, you know, these are all the kids who are doing extremely well, and mm -hmm. um, if they don't want to, they can just say no, but, you know, if you see a friend of yours up there, then you can ask them to tutor you. And my right. name was on the tutor list, you know, one of the people that was put on there, like, you can call me for help in class. And then somebody walked up and was like, uh, you put him on the list for tutors. And then somebody goes, we did? Oh, that's a mistake. And walked up and just crossed my name out and wrote it in on the other side. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I won't make any comment on all of that. When I got to high school, I just totally tuned out because a lot of the teachers there, it seemed to me at the time, and I don't, I don't know, maybe I'd give them the benefit of the doubt now that I've been a teacher and I'm just an adult, but it seemed like a lot of them were just like, we're going to post all your grades, but we won't put your names on there. We'll just put your student number. So that way yeah. you can all see how many people are really trying harder and you don't want to be the one kid who isn't getting at least a B because people right. will know who it is. And they thought that that was the way to reach kids instead of... Yeah, no, that's not Anything the way you else. reach kids, by humiliating them. Yeah. I mean, that's just silliness. You're never going to get anywhere that way. You know, it, it worked out well. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Well, when And then it helps that you probably got one of the best wives in the world. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Um, yeah, she is. Yeah, with she's my great. own kids now, I don't think any of them are really going to have problems to the extent that I did just, you know, being a quote, professional student, <laughs> which uh -huh. is what you have to do until you're 18, which is kind of stupid. But yeah, if any of them did, and the schools were like, hey, your kid might not graduate. That's fine. We'll, we'll yeah. get them their GED, and maybe they can take classes. Or, you know, they can just go right into doing something creative. Find out if there's something else that's causing it to happen, too. Yeah. What would your advice be at this point here to somebody who's got a T 
18 or 20 something year old kid that has zero direction or ambition in life, but you think they've still got something going on between their ears. Let them figure it out. Don't pressure them. That doesn't help. Then they just shut down again. Don't scream and yell. It's not going to get you anywhere. Be there for them. Let them know no matter what. They're still very important. That's my idea. I mean, you know, you can't sit them down and say, okay, you're going to sit here until you get all this done and be nasty about it because it isn't going to work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. The kid just tunes out again. They need to know you're there for them. And, you know, by the time you got out of high school, you were starting to, I could see a change. You were starting to realize, hey, I'm in the adult world now. I got to figure some things out here. Yeah. And you did. And you did. I mean, probably, I don't know if a lot of people would agree with this, but probably going into the Navy was one of the best things you ever did in many ways. It was that or I was just going to figure out things really, really slowly. Great parent, and you are a very good parent. So there you go. I'll take that. I don't know. Maybe I just did such a terrible job that I turned around and I have two kids who are very good parents. <laughs> so they were gonna. <laughs> That's actually brilliant parenting. Be the worst parent you can be, so that your child has a roadmap of exactly what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> Mike was cool. He was like, hey, uh, you probably should have got a D on this paper, but I'm going to give you a C. And I was like, oh, shit. And that from that moment on, I was like, I'm going to work for this guy. There you go. <laughs> Not tooting your own horn, but toot toot. Yeah, well, I did. I, I mean. No, I'm just kidding. I just, I'm, I'm doing a podcast episode called How to Raise a Creative Genius. <laughs> <laughs> If anything, I think parents should be less worried about their kids not being like really successful in school because you've got people like Elon Musk coming out and saying, you don't need to be a professional student with a degree to work for me. You just need to be smart and be able to do what we need you to do. And you can teach yourself those things. You know, I know lots of people, including Mike, who was on the show, special effects artist extraordinaire has a degree in English. So exactly, exactly. And look what he's done. You can break in without a degree mm-hmm. if you're good. And all it takes to yep. be good is practice and, you know, in a genuine interest in what you're doing. I'm the luckiest person in the world. My daughter-in-law and my son-in-law are wonderful. I couldn't ask for more. How many people can say that? Not too many. Oh, I thought you were going to say that your daughter and your son are so great. That didn't count. I just, you know, you brought them to me. I didn't get a choice in that, you know. <laughs> I don't even think of them as in-laws anymore. They're just equal to my kids. Maybe better than your kids in both cases. <laughs> oh, no, no. You guys have your good traits, too. <laughs> Everybody does. Well, do you have any parting wisdom or things to say uh, to a hypothetical person sitting in the room with us? 
let your kids be themselves. Even if you don't quite get them, you don't have to get them as long as they're good people. And as long as you know they're good people with good hearts, you got it made. All right, tell everybody uh, the name of your website, what social media you're on, and uh, what your OnlyFans channel is. Okie dokie. Oh, yeah. You forgot Maybe we were doing a podcast for a second? Somebody you want to interview is what I'm saying, but we'll oh. get into that okay. another time. Yeah. Okay. Is he better looking than me? Hello? Mom? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 man. Weird, right?